Today's story can be found in the Tales from the Arabian Nights retold and illustrated by Val Bira. The Adventures of Caliph Harun al-Rashid Awake or Asleep In the reign of Caliph Harun al-Rashid, there lived in Baghdad a young man named Abu Hassan. He was a merry good-natured fellow who enjoyed the company of his friends and entertained them nightly with lavish suppers, good music and conversation. This went on for some time, until eventually he ran short of money and could no longer afford to host such extravagant parties. And what do you think happened then? Why, Abu's friends all stopped coming to visit him, and indeed they refused to know him as a friend anymore. He was bitterly disappointed. Abu missed having good company for supper, but he had to live within his means, so he decided to invite just one person each evening provided they were a stranger to Baghdad and would leave in the morning, never to return again. So he went down to the bridge that very afternoon and invited the first stranger he met to supper that evening. Little did he know that this respectable-looking merchant was Caliph Harun al-Rashid, himself in disguise attended by his servant. He was paying his secret visit to the city to see if all was well among his people. The merchant accepted Abu's invitation, for he was naturally curious and they enjoyed an excellent supper prepared by Abu's mother. As they talked about the meal, Abu said, I must confess, sir, that I wish I could be the caliph for just today, so that I could punish a group of old men here who spread false and unkind rumors about me and my neighbors. Then I would certainly teach them a lesson. The caliph loved to play jokes and he thought that it would be most amusing if he granted Abu's wish. So a little later on, he secretly put some sleeping powder into his host's drink and once Abu was snoring away, the caliph's servant picked him up and carried him off to the royal palace. There he was taken to the caliph's bedroom and placed into the magnificent bed for the night. The caliph then gave orders to all the court to treat Abu as if he were the caliph himself. Everyone understood that this must be one of his practical jokes, and so they obeyed his commands to the letter. In the morning when Abu woke, he was dazzled to find himself in a palatial room and thought he must still be sleeping and dreaming. But when everybody bowed low to the ground and addressed him as your majesty, he was so perplexed that he asked one of the ladies to bite his finger to see if he was awake. She obeyed and he yelled out in pain. He must indeed be awake after all. The real caliph who was hiding behind the curtain nearly laughed out loud. Now dressed in the caliph's fine clothes, it was time for Abu to attend the daily council. He sat on the caliph's throne as officials came to report on matters of state. The real caliph hiding behind a column was much impressed by Abu's dignified manner now, that he was accepted that he was truly the caliph. The Grand Vizier was just beginning a speech when Abu recognized among the officials none other than the chief of police and remembered what he had told the merchant the night before. Stop, commanded Abu. I have an important commission for the chief of police. Please come forward. Chief ordered Abu the caliph Go to the meeting house in the second district and arrest the four old men who attend there regularly. Then place them, facing backwards, 
on donkeys and parade them through the main streets and have the town crier proclaim that this is the punishment for those who spread false rumors against others. Then, as a further punishment, I would have you order them to leave the district, never to return. Abu turned next to the high treasurer and gave him the following orders. Go to the home of one Abu Hassan in the same district and give his mother a purse of a thousand pieces of gold. Tell her that it is a gift from the Caliph for being such a loving mother to her undeserving son. These orders were promptly carried out, much to the amusement of the real Caliph. When at last the council was concluded, a sumptuous meal was brought before Abu, the Caliph, served by beautiful young women. Surely I must still be asleep, he thought, but I can taste the food and hear the music, so I can only be awake. One of the women was in fact the Grand Vizier's daughter. She was named Amini, and she played and sang so charmingly that Abu was quite enchanted. When the music ended, Abu begged her to bring him a glass of wine so that he might drink a toast to her talent and beauty. As she went to fetch it, the real caliph, who was delighted with everything he had seen from this hiding place, gave her a sign, and she put some sleeping powder in his wine. Abu drank it down and was about to declare his love for Amini when he fell once again into a profound sleep. The real caliph stepped out from the shadows and gave orders that Abu be changed into his own clothes and taken back into his home. When Abu woke up in his own bed the next morning, he was convinced that he was still the caliph. So he called for Amini, but it was his mother who came in. What ails you, my son? She asked. Son? Good woman, Abu replied angrily. Don't you know I am the caliph? It was at my orders that you received that money yesterday. The more his mother begged him to come to his senses, the angrier Abu became until he lost his temper and began to shout at the top of his voice. Hearing the uproar, the neighbors came rushing in to see what the matter was. When Abu continued to insist, insist that he was none other than the Caliph, they assumed that he had gone raving mad. Everyone agreed that there was nothing for it but to take him off to the asylum to be seen by a doctor. When Abu tried to run away from the asylum, the doctors put him behind bars to keep him safe until he was well enough to leave. His mother came to visit every day and gradually Abu came to realize that he must have been dreaming after all. So he came to his senses and apologized to her humbly. Now that Abu was cured, his mother took him home, took all her care and good cooking to bring him back to full health. But eventually he came to feel like his old self again. And so it was that Abu returned to Baghdad Bridge. As it happened, it was also the day of the Caliph's monthly visit, and he was glad to see Abu again, looking so well. But Abu, recognizing the merchant who had been there at the start of his troubles, turned his back. Have I offended you, brother? asked the disguised Caliph, for he was truly concerned. Abu at last relented and told his tale. The Caliph felt sorry for him. If indeed were, this was my fault, I will repay you richly, he said. For this kind offer, Abu invited him to supper again. During the conversation after the meal, Abu spoke of how he had imagined that he was at a great palace and that there he had fallen in love with the beautiful Amini. But he knew that sadly it had been just a dream. The Caliph thought that this could provide further amusement. 
So out came the sleeping powder again, and in came the servant to carry the sleeping Abu to the royal palace once more. Abu woke up the next morning to sweet music, surrounded by bowing officials and young ladies, and there was Amini addressing him as Your Majesty again. But I am not the Caliph, he cried out in despair, at which the music became much faster and louder, and everyone started to sing and dance about. In a frenzy of confusion, whether he was awake or asleep, Abu himself began to dance, leaping around in a most ridiculous manner. The real Caliph laughed heartily at all this and called out, All right, that will do. And so the Caliph told Abu everything. Abu himself came to realize that he had indeed been awake when he was Caliph for a day. And most wonderful of all, Amini was both real and willing to marry him. Your Majesty, he said, instead of your kind offer of compensation, I would ask only for your blessing on our engagement. The Caliph agreed and called for Amini's father to come to witness the betrothal. And you may be sure that the Caliph's wedding gifts were most generous. The end.